3: Fall is here and we could all use a stiff breeze. That's right. This episode is brought to you by Blue Chew. Guys, confidence can take you far in life, but let Blue Chew take you the rest of the way. BlueChew.com and the code TMS. Coming up on TMS everybody run the waffle house ladies got a gun vlad the
1: coke impaler
3: coking the kitchen friggin pogs i'm sorry listeners but the rest of the podcast is in another email
1: take my cheese eggs at gunpoint vanilla bullshit thing porn syrup people should they just should <laughs> I'd rather spell better. What's
3: the deal with your lever? Dead sea shrinkage. A whip permit, please. Not ball gags, gag balls. Therapy Thursday and more on this episode of the Morning Stream.
2: I'm fine, thanks. I just woke up an hour and thirteen minutes ago. Now I'm riding my exercise bike in my living room. Then I'll eat breakfast. What about you? Welcome. Welcome.
3: You guys want some sandwiches? This is The Morning Stream. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It's The Morning Stream for uh, October 21st, 2021. This is episode 2193.
1: Woo! Woo! 2193. Yep. Those
3: numbers together are this year and the year Jurassic Park came out. Right there together. 2193.
1: (laughs) Pretty cool, man. That's really funny. I never even think about. You know, there's a, there's a great trivia game that um, NTN, which became Buzz Time. It's like a, you go to the bar and they've got it up on the TVs, and you get a little box that you play on. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. like a, um, and uh, they have a countdown game on weekends. Or they really used to. I don't know if they still do. It's been a while. Yeah. But um, one of the games was they tell you a movie, a a song, and a TV show, and a current an event. And you have to tell them what year all that happened. You'd kick ass. Oh, at that. I would totally rule would, at that game. Yeah. I suck at that stuff. I like, yeah. like, I think that was in the mid '90s, <laughs> um, maybe '96. Yeah. For
3: some reason, I have a real connection with years and when those movies came out. I don't know why. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, that was great. People could name almost any movie and say. I mean, I'm not going to get it right every time, but like big yeah. marquee stuff, big stuff. Yeah. Someone yeah. says, Ghostbusters, 84. Uh,
0: mm-hmm.
3: Freaking, um, uh, Gross Point Blank, 98. Uh, sure. Uh, uh, Jurassic Park, 93. <laughs> like, whatever. And especially the 90s. I got a real strong run in the 90s there. Early aughts as well, I think. Now, if you said, hey, Scott, you have to be exactly right about when... I don't know.
1: Uh, I mean, if it, you know, it's got to be movies you care about, too. I can't say, sure, uh, sure. look who's talking to. And have you, you know, immediately me the I'm not going right. to know
3: that. I might guess yeah. around it pretty well, but I'm not going to know all that right, well, let's, You're
1: right. Uh, let's see uh, what, what your guess is. Look who's talking to. Uh, two. So the sequel. The sequel. Yes. Nin- I mean, we all know when the original came out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 1996. Uh, 1990 for look who's talking ah. to the first one, first one. 1989. All right, that's yeah, that's a bad one. Uh, me, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you one. Bad one on multiple levels. I'll, I'll ask you this one. uh, um, sure. uh, d- <laughs> uh, uh I was, Yeah, I uh, suck at this. So anything you ask me, I could. I'm, I'm guaranteeing a failure here. Really? All right, let's try. Let's
3: try a movie you love. Um, sure. Uh, Shawshank Redemption. Oh,
1: 1990. Six. That would be ninety four. Ninety four is the correct answer. Earlier than that yeah,
3: and that's the same See, that's year I mean. as uh, as Lion King, as Forrest Gump, as um. Again, think of another one, but yeah, ninety four was. Mm-hmm. That's an easy mm-hmm. one for me. See,
1: that's that's the thing too. Plus, you're able to you're able to look at movies and know other movies that came out that same year and like kind of. Cluster them together. Yeah, uh, that's it's a, a, a it's that's a, a weird
3: thing. talent. I don't think it really pays much to have this talent. I'd rather spell better, no. to be honest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Airbud four. How oh, about Airbud Air, four? Airbud four. Fourth one. The uh, fourth s- Airbud. Sequels are hard because I know we all know that when the f- the f- first one came. <laughs> uh Oh, <laughs> I don't even know what it was called. Oh, seventh inning fetch was oh uh, Airbud four. Is that
3: directed video or something? Because those don't count. I don't count. This.
1: Uh well, I don't know actually. Yeah, direct to video. Okay, let's say let's say the uh let's go with the first Airbud which did go to theaters. Okay. Airbud one. Airbud one. I'd be
3: honest. This is I don't wrong. even
1: know if I'd guess the right decade <laughs> for, <Air Bud,
0: laughs>
3: for <Air Bud. laughs> Alright, this might be totally wrong because but for some reason the year 04, 2004 is jumping out at me. It's probably wrong. Uh
1: ni- 1997 Damn it. Yeah. Ah.
3: Okay. Well. Yeah. Shitty movies. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Movies yeah. That are good.
1: And no one's ever going to say, "Hey, what year did uh, dude, where's my car come out?" Right. You know, it's, uh,
3: right. No one thinks of that. But you know, it's like it's always
1: going to be all right. What year was the Godfather 2 or what year was uh 72? Uh, Spartacus. See, uh, look, at you. look uh, at you. 60, Spartacus 68. Wait, Godfather 2 was
3: 72. I thought it was later than that. No, Godfather. Oh, Godfather 2. I thought you said one. Uh, yeah. 2 would have been 75. So close. 74. Ah, yeah. You no know, it's close see look at you uh, someone in the chat Hold said down. mad max 79 okay take that 79 for mad max the original yeah. i mean fury road the greatest film of all time 2015 they had Boom. to lead him into this you knew it'd come you knew it was happening yeah yep all right well that was fun uh, if i ever get in one of those contests we'll see how i do i think i feel like i could also do a lot of narrowing if they gave me all that other inf- all right. information so it's bo- it's a movie it's a event it's you know all
1: that easily right yeah because yeah, i mean you know all right uh princess diana's death or or stuff like that you'd you'd get the year right away probably yeah. so I don't know why yeah. you're good with the years
3: i don't know why i'm good with years. it's weird
1: hey if only there uh, was a trivia thing that just did years then mm, you'd, you'd be a ringer
3: well i wish i was better with hand-eye coordination let me tell you a fun little story okay La- last All night right. uh went out in the garage got me a, a, a coke zero the new the new version of coke zero just one of them how just you, a can how do you like it by the way i like it good i like it a lot
1: oh yeah i like it too
3: i think it tastes like coke so yeah it tastes makes... most
1: like coke i actually had to question somebody at the uh so i went to the bronco game last sunday and, and oh yeah at concessions got a coke zero <clears throat> and i had to question i said Are you sure you poured me? It's like it was like a commercial. Are you sure you poured me a Coke Zero and this isn't an actual real Coke?
3: Yeah. Yes, sir.
1: I did it myself. It's a Coke Zero. Like wow, Wow,
3: I almost can't do store stuff or sorry restaurant stuff anymore because it's so close now. Yeah. That I can't tell, and if they get it wrong, it f's me up because I Mm -hmm. spike. It's it's actually bad for me. So so I yeah, it's kind of annoying how close it is. I was living yeah. with it before, but now I can't tell the damn difference.
1: Right, I mean, and, and diced tomatoes. Right, Coke Zero always taste more like Coke than Diet Coke, but now it just tastes even more like oh, yeah. Coke. Whatever the new formula is, yeah. finally, Coke changes a formula <laughs> and gets it right. Well, if you
3: there are people I've talked to who are very unhappy about the new flavor. Oh, really? I don't oh, really? know. Okay. I don't understand people. Like, isn't the whole goal, the entire goal, is have it be sugar free, but taste like the thing you already like? That's the goal. Yeah, so if right. it's off of that goal, every effort to get it closer to the goal should be celebrated, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. What are they talking about? It's yeah, like Diet Coke I people. Oh, I, don't I, don't never, I can't have that zero. got to have the diet.
1: Well, all oh. right.
3: Jeez, well, you're yeah, Good for you.
1: More for you. But, man, I cannot do that diet. It tastes I too chemically. Do not like it. Yeah. Not a fit. Yeah. And I've been drinking Coke Zero for such a long time now that that's, that's why I probably confuse it for regular Coke. It's, yeah. it's just like, wow, okay, it's...
3: Yeah, because now there's a huge difference between three Cokes <laughs> and and, right. and the original. You right. know that you always know the original. You're like, oh, yeah, that's real sugar or that's, mm-hmm. you know, corn syrup or whatever it is. Corn syrup. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I always sometimes wonder if I would do better on just real sugar than I would that corn syrup bullcrap. Mm. I'll have to yeah, test
1: Yeah, I don't it. know. Or the, um, uh, the, the, have you had a Mexican Coke in a while?
3: I haven't. It's probably been years since mm-hmm. I've had one. So I should probably just test it. Just see. Yeah. Just watch the see numbers. What- see what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh right! <yeah. laughs> go into a diabetic shock, be in the hospital. It'll be great. Let's do
1: that. <laughs> yeah,
3: that won't happen. Um,
1: all right. Let's. Anyway, uh, so, anyways, so anyways. Coordination. Be a hypothetical. What would you do? Kind of thing. Yeah. Hot so shot? here's so here's
3: the coordination yeah. problem. Uh, I go outside. It's in the garage. There's a bunch of cans out there. And they're nice and cold because it's cool right now. So I don't even have to refrigerate them. They're basically refrigerated. I'm bringing it in, and I'm super excited, and I have it in this hand. And in this other hand, okay. I decided to bring in some stuff that was in the garage that needed to go in the house, and we just keep forgetting to bring it in. So I have that in this hand bundled up. So Coke in this hand,
0: mm-hmm. bundle
3: over here. Bundle too okay. big to hold Coke can, free hand holding Coke can. Now. Sure. Makes so sense. I get up to the door. It's a hand, it's not a knob, it's a hand uh, lever. Lever. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I go up to grab the lever, and I'm thinking, well, I'll just grab it with some fingers with the hand that's holding the coke. It's no no big deal. Okay. Sure. Just it's not like a giant. You can you can, can hold the coke with two fingers and do the lever with the other three if you need to. Exactly. That's the theory. So yeah. I go rushing up there and I think the rush is the problem. I went too oh, fast. No. Okay. And I lurched forward to grab the handle. And I I uh what's what do you call that when you when you uh, I I'm, impales the word I'm going to use. Oh no. Okay. I impaled the lever right through the can. Impaled the coke. Impaled the coke, <laughs> and the coke, of course, went on a sp- spray. Yeah, on a spray spree. So just. Right. So I went shunk. Now, mind you, I I achieved goal of getting door open. So door opens. Right. Yeah. And the coke can's going, all over the kitchen. Oh, I turn no. it around. All over the garage. All over the front of the car. <laughs> And it wouldn't. It felt like it was never going to stop. I finally just threw it in a in a uh, garbage can that was sitting out there. I was just like, I slam dunked it in there and let it f- finish fizzling.
1: Yeah, let it let it finish its tantrum and, <laughs> and time out. It sucked. Uh, it sucked. So oh mad. my god. So, all right. First thing I've got to ask is, what's the deal with your lever? Why is it sharp <laughs> enough to poke know. right through a Coke can?
3: I don't know. It's metal and it's got like a. Uh, I think it's just the angle you come at it or something. I don't know. Wow. It's not it's a normal metal, ha- you know, handles. Like no big deal, but the can the can yeah. did not withstand it at all. It just went right through it, man. And it was through the side, yeah. not like the top or the bottom. It was like mm-hmm. right through the side of the can, right through the logo. And then just spray the world with gooey gross. Uh
1: yeah, cuz that stuff is going to be like it's it's once it congeals, it becomes like this uh glossy speckled mess that you have to clean up. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Everything.
3: So I spent, yeah. I don't know, probably way longer than I needed to making sure I got every drop because I didn't mm-hmm. want to deal with some later issue. And then right. the dogs came in later. I'm like, if they start sniffing and licking things, I'll know I screwed up.
1: There you go. Actually, they're great. They're a great uh field team. That's right. True. They can like yeah. go around and say, oh, I missed a spot here. Yeah. Just missed take- a spot over here. <laughs>
3: just take care of the rest of the crime scene that mm-hmm. we missed and uh, get out of here. But yeah, it was right. it just sucked. And I've, I feel like I haven't learned my lesson. There's probably another scenario where I will use that hand to hold a can and open the door at the same time. I just, I don't know why I feel that way. I just feel like it didn't, I feel like I haven't really truly learned from what happened. Yeah, yeah. And I don't like that feeling. So I'm going to do my best, everybody. I'll do my best. What does one do? Well, he does his <laughs> best. All you can do.
1: All you can do is do your best, Scott.
3: Got an email from Dan Anderson who uh, made a good point. We were talking about Muppets yesterday for the uh, Ted feud
1: for the yep mm-hmm.
3: Uh really good one by the way I love that one and uh oh, good. Dan Anderson says hey S&B if Miss Piggy and Kermit have babies they must be some kind of mutant creatures called Frigs
1: because <laughs> pigs frogs I
3: yeah. get it
0: yep
1: why not progs or pogs pogs yeah. not progs
3: in pog form
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah I like Frigs a whole frigs. litter, litter yeah. of Frigs yeah or they'd be little
1: friglets until they grow up, and then they'd be frigs.
3: Well, the way they've done it in the past, and I don't know if this is sexist or what this is. It's not, I don't think, but it's whatever it is. When they're when they have little kids, it's the little the boys are always the little frogs,
0: mm-hmm. and
3: right. the girls are always the little pigs. There's never yeah, it's true. Yeah, a you never get boy
1: or a girl frog, right? Right. No, not that I remember. I don't remember ever seeing a baby. Uh, you know, a Muppet baby female frog?
3: Nope. no, nope. they don't do it. Mm. There is something there. I don't know. We got a uh, frog
1: is the dominant gene in this situation. <laughs> Maybe or or
3: well, I mean, they so in that Christmas thing they had equal kids uh, numbers right. wise, and you could argue the weaker of the two were the frog side because the frog side had the sick little Timmy frog, but that's mm. just part of the that's part of the Christmas Carol. So I can't I can't fault that. Right. But anyway, it's a real dumb thing because they're Muppets and who cares? But. If you think about it, never see any. You never see any boy pigs. Well, that's not true. Nope. Like the the Lost in Space pig. Lost in Space, but he's an adult boy pig. He's a man pig. Or pigs in space. Yeah, man pig. He is a man pig. That's right, man yeah, pig. Yeah, man pig. Not child pig. Find a child pig, I dare you.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> anyway, thank you for uh, uh, the feedback as always, there Dan. Uh, we got one more here from Mark in Wisconsin. Kay. Who says episode twenty one ninety two? That was yesterday, right? Sure. Says you left us on a cliffhanger. The episode ends with you saying "people should," and then the episode abruptly ends. I have to know, Scott, what should people do?
0: <laughs> All right. So,
1: with you, so wait, wait, you uh, must have been the Patreon episode, right? Because you end the regular show. We do the song and then you have like the Frog Pants outro.
3: Yeah, and like a little clip, goofball no clip or clip. whatever. Yeah. Well, it's thanks to this email and then a ton afterward, but it started oh. with this one. Okay. That I became aware that I accidentally cut off a chunk of the show yesterday on the main feed.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Now that new Let file. Me guess. Let me guess the final song didn't make <laughs> it into the episode. Not,
3: none of everything, everything right before Nicole's recommendal is in there nicole on okay. lost not lost but it's fixed now i got it up there uh so it's all if you if you were like oh man i really need to know what, what happened there go and it's there mm-hmm. but what i really want to do here on the show was hear what he heard so i still have the old file that it got effed up all right okay. and all we're right. gonna hear what i left us on a, a cliffhanger for although i gotta okay. make sure this plays through here hold on uh yeah i will all right here we go so so let's just uh let's why is there no volume oh because this is muted all right
1: uh show me i can't remember who okay, we're we talking about so that's about? A, earlier on in the show obviously uh, yeah because that's that tad feud oh my gosh if you got if, if you cut things off there then we're then we're really we're in
3: really trouble. in trouble okay here it is end of the show yesterday or at least what they thought was the end it's about oh you you can't do a version of the thing or even if it's a prequel you can't mess with great now i don't yeah, care right, try it give right. it a shot like who cares? If it's bad, it's bad. If it's good, it's good. If it's middle, it's middle. But this, okay. this I liked more than middle. I, I thought it was a good time. Just checking in here. We got. I uh, wish. Gotcha. I wish iTunes. So or, this
0: is
1: gotcha. So this is right in the middle of your recommendal of the thing prequel.
3: Yes. Yes. I mean, and then me justifying okay. remakes and sequels mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. things like that, which I still stand by. All right. So there's like a 30 seconds left of this. Here we go. And, and <laughs> the only real regret I have, Brian, is that this would have been a film sack movie for sure. Like, yeah. 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 I realized it as I got done with it. I'm like, the oh, wild red haired um, Gwendolyn Christie's character on Game of Thrones. I can't think of his name. Okay, uh, 30 seconds left, guy. you guys. But this is a good experiment. We're where's, doing the, the, where's the oh, big woman? Oh, yeah. Um, he's in it. Because they're all bunch of. The wildling. Of not,
1: not Mance, but the the other wild. Yeah, the guy, the, the red haired yeah. wildling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And he's it's like a man in, in the making. Has
3: a horrible death. There's a lot of great deaths. Okay, here we go. That's uh, what you want from,
1: <laughs> you know, that's what you want. And because they floss, right? It's, yeah, because uh, they, they all floss. die because they floss. And at the
3: end, Travis, we'll have to talk about this. But in the end, there's a death that I'm not sure. It ends weird. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to give anything away. I know there's a 10 year old movie and there's nothing to spoil, really. But people should coming up on TM. People should. There it was. Beanie, people it should.
1: People should. I
3: mean, <laughs> it was probably just watch it. Wow, uh, I don't know what I meant. Oh no, that didn't. I, that no. was a whole minute of wasted air, and I still don't know what to do. Yeah, with the information. So do you have that? Do you have that
1: anywhere else?
3: No, and no
1: backup. Oh no,
3: I do have. I have the file that's fixed, I guess. But I don't. But I don't have it marked anywhere. I'd have to search for.
1: Oh, it. Oh, to figure out what people should do. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. You'd have to. We'd have to go to that exact spot, figure <laughs> out the time, and do all that. So here's what you got to do,
3: listeners at home: you re-download yesterday's show. Yeah. You just listen to it naturally because you're not going to know where to jump forward to anyway. Just know that you can be after the song somewhere.
1: And then wait for that moment and then I'll t- and then it'll tell you. That's it. That's it. This is solved. Maybe, maybe the last uh, several minutes of the show are in your email. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess, I guess listeners have no idea because that was all pre-show. The, Scott's email was. Oh, uh,
3: right. Yeah, I didn't do that during the show. Yeah. Well, anyway, the point is... Uh, uh, it's all up there now. I fixed it. Okay. I fixed it. I replaced it's the fixed. file. Some of your players may be a little cashy and decide to, you know, go chokey choke on it or whatever, but give it a minute. <laughs> it'll, it'll all work out. Thank you, Mark from Wisconsin. We appreciate your email. Uh, if you'd like to email us, you certainly can. That email is oh. the morning stream at gmail.com. We got a lot coming up today, including Wendy and some other stuff, but now it's time for news. <whistles> The news is brought to you by.
1: Brought to you by Coverville today, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, the only time zone that matters. Uh, at Twitch TV slash Coverville today, celebrating the birthday yesterday of Snoop Doggy Dog, uh, also known as Snoop Dog, also known as uh, Snoop Lion, and real name Calvin Brodus. Oh, is that his name? I didn't know that. Yeah, Calvin.
3: He looks like a Calvin, doesn't he? Oh, weird. Now it makes me wonder. I'm watching the rewatching the Wire, and in there is a character named Brodus, and also a character named Snoop. But they're two separate people. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna, now I'm wondering: do they name these guys after? Yeah, they, uh, yeah.
1: I don't know. That'd be interesting if they uh, mm. if they were. Yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway. Uh, so covers of all of his hits. Now, if you're not a fan of rap, don't worry. It's a Coverville, right? So, so you're going to hear covers of uh, Snoop Dogg songs by folks like Scott Bradley and Postmodern Jukebox, The Baseballs, uh, Sissy Bar, Rally. Oh, Rally is great. Rally is a Swedish band. And they do um, they do a cover of "What's My Name?" Mm. Who am I? "What's My Name?" The mm. one Snoop Dogg, your dog. Oh, What's yeah, my yeah, name? Yeah. Snoop Dogg, your dog. <laughs> but it's all in Swedish, and it's the best. And it's a female lead singer, and it's so good. Yeah. Um, all of these coming up on uh, Coverville today, and watch as I play uh, "Death Loop" for the last time during. A coverville because Guardians of the Galaxy comes out next week, and that'll probably be the one that I play during the show from now on.
3: Does that mean you've beaten or you'll
1: beat? Oh, yeah, beaten it. Yeah, totally completed the game, uh, left nothing uh, unfinished, yeah. and uh, no stone will, unturned. Yeah. No stone unturned, uh, completed the game, <laughs> and um, yeah, loop, the, the loop has been uh, undeathed. You yeah. closed the loop. Well done. I've closed the loop. I've closed the loop. Uh, Dice Tomato. Well no, you know the Gord's version of Gin and Juice is a Hall of Fame cover. It is, it is, without a doubt, the the best cover of Gin and Juice or the most well known cover of Gin and Juice. Um, however, this version by Sissy Bar is really really good. If not for for uh, um, if not for the lone fact that it's a pair of female lead singers. Mm. And they change smoking endo to smoking menthols.
3: Oh wow. <laughs> That's amazing.
1: And it's great. It's so good. Uh right. sissy bar gin juice, you'll hear that. And uh, many, many others today. Coverville, twitch.tv slash coverville 1 p.m. mountain time. Be there! Here's a four-second preview.
3: I smoke
1: weed every day. <laughs> <laughs> that's new i haven't heard that guy you know Maybe i've heard that guy but i haven't heard that clip
3: It's our bees guy and i don't know it's why i have our that bees clip guy, yeah. yeah i don't know why i have that clip i thought i, I thought that was Snoop. i don't know
1: why we haven't used it why haven't we used it scott i don't know well now we have now we have now we have now we right have. let's get to We're the news crisis averted we
3: got a few uh a few stories here uh <laughs> it all happened over some cheese eggs has fallen in this next story. Cheese eggs. Yep. Okay. Man says, Waffle House waitress pulled a gun on him.
1: Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Wow, that's an a, a, a unusual turn of events.
3: Yeah, it's usually the other way around. Yeah. Says it was a frightening moment for a customer after he uh, said a waitress at a Waffle House pointed a gun at his head after a dispute over his food. She was like, she will blow my brains out, <laughs> says Candy Franklin.
1: <laughs> you know, uh, news organizations, you have... Full cart blanche to take out likes and you knows and stuff yep, like that. Yep. Uh,
3: I mean, I know you're going for accuracy here, but I feel like that stuff's. uh Yeah, you, it's, you,
1: we'll the, let it pass. We'll let it slide. You yeah. can leave them out. Yeah, the, mean, the meaning we, will still we be there. Implore you to leave them out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Candy Franklin said the argument or it said an argument with the waitress over food sizzled out of control this last Wednesday. Quote: uh It happened over these cheese eggs. At first, they didn't bring them to me. Then they brought me normal eggs, and I said that I ordered eggs with cheese on it. I tipped her and everything. It was all normal dispute over food. I never in a million years thought it would come to gun violence, says Franklin. Franklin said it happened at the Marietta Street location. Marietta. Marietta Marietta. Street. There you go.
1: Big big town in Georgia, Marietta. Oh, is it? And also a street, apparently, too, Marietta Street. But Marietta, Georgia is a...
3: Oh, okay. Like a whole place people live and stuff. It's a whole place where people live. They live and subsist. And all that. Yes. Fantastic.
1: There's uh, <laughs> also coming. Oh, oh, There's coming in Georgia. Okay. Oh, is there? Is there? There is. Yeah. There's coming. Great. Yeah. Great. Um, yeah. But oh. it's it's spelled. Well, I don't know if it's spelled better or worse. It's C U M M I N G. Oh, so that's maybe terrible. it's terrible. That's terrible. It's a terrible way to spell it. Yeah. Do you guys have the? Do you guys have the convenience store? Come and go. No. It's like a like a uh, loaf and jug or you know. And uh, it, it's spelled K U M. N G O. It's like they said, "What's the worst way we could spell this?" No kidding. Why not spell it C O M E and go? Come and go. Like, oh, I'm going to go to the come and go and get some ice.
3: Look, unless you're Mortal Kombat, you don't get to use the K like that. Okay.
1: You know what right, I'm saying? Or like, Kardashian. there's only- we'll, or, allow, or, sure. we'll allow Chloe's and Courtney's and- uh, Sure. Because those are their names.
3: To, you know, yeah. they were born with a K. That's their right. thing. Exactly. Mortal Kombat, yes. they get away with it because they just have. <laughs> you can't just suddenly have a place with a K in it. Don't do that. It's lame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't have a loaf and jug. I love that name. Is that a real thing? There uh, a
1: loaf and jug we have, yeah. There's a loaf and jug a block away from my house. Oh. Those those feel like they've been around forever. And it's like, you go there for a loaf of bread and a jug of wine, but they don't sell wine.
3: (laughs) Maybe it's just milk. The jug of milk. You know? Or or as my daughter would say when she was little, mute. She used to call mute. Mute? Yeah, like newt, but with an M. (laughs) She'd say, Daddy, I want more mute. That was her thing. Um, Let's see. Uh, Or she'd say, chocolate mute. So not chocolate Chuck it. It, yeah, it, chuck it mute. Chuck it mute. That's adorable. Yeah, she was cute that way. She's funny because the other two kids. When you grow up with yourself, and maybe you can speak to this because you were an only child, mm-hmm. and you've had one as well. Mm-hmm. It seemed yes, like the I've f-
1: both. I've both <laughs> been one and and uh, hosted one. Hosted one, right? <laughs> created, you were, created one. Yeah.
3: You were, you were introduced one to uh, some eggs at one point. Anyway,
1: yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> So the point is, oh, yeah. So Taylor being the first, the first yeah. one, our experience was at first we didn't know any different because it's just the one that we have. But mm-hmm. the other two come along and those two picked up speaking and words and just nuance of words oh, and Nick. pronunciations and all that stuff way faster. And and Nick, mm-hmm. by the time Nick came around, he's talking at two like he's Mr. Fluent at everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carter, pretty good. And then Taylor kind of not great. She did a lot of, you know, whatever. So I think what happens is the siblings are there especially when they're three years apart to sort of help you right. speak sooner because you're you know yeah. they're with you. Like the parents are with you and you know, it's just as a doubling kid, down. You
1: see the other kids, even though they're older, you see the other kids as your bellwethers like, all right, I need to be doing what they're doing. You work harder to do it yeah. when it's just like, you know, a uh, kid low only child sitting there at home doing whatever. Yeah. Then uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. without that, without that, built-in competition because your parents already your
3: parents already adore you so it's not like you have to impress them right
1: exactly like they're not saying oh we're only gonna like you if you start talking (laughs) tristan tristan didn't talk for a long time like he was a silent kid he Mm. um he didn't talk until he finally had something to say and then we couldn't shut him up yeah that's the problem yeah but he he walked earlier than average oh interesting um yeah,
3: I wonder if that's... Uh, if they're just more mechanically motivated at that point and like linguistics come later. I think every kid's different. It's, yeah. you know,
1: just the fact that you can't really... Something like that with so many variables and um, and a product of their surroundings, you can't really say, well, this one was way late. This one was way early and, yeah. and that sort of thing. That's true. There's no, um, there's no I standard. I was talking and reading at an early age. Oh, yeah? Um, what were you reading? And, um. You know, uh the Iliad. Uh. <laughs> I was hoping you would go something falutin' like that. That's awesome. <laughs> what am I gonna say? I don't know. Uh, Doctor I was just reading things like menus and, and stuff. My mom loves to tell the story, which I'm sure she's embellished and added to over time. Sure. But that uh we went to a restaurant, I don't know how old I was, like a year or year. year. I don't, I really don't know. She could, she could tell the story better than I. And, um, and the waitress comes over and says, do you guys know what you're going to have? And she says, Oh, I'm going to have this. And I said, I'm going to have that. And, And I'm pointing to it on the menu. She says, he knows where it is on the menu. And she says, no, he reads the menu. Oh,
0: wow. And
1: she had me read like the first five items on the menu to prove that I wasn't, that she wasn't lying. Now, whether or not that actually happened, is is up for debate. Moms we've,
3: moms like to do this. They like to. Oh, you
1: know, they absolutely do. Yeah. yeah. We've, uh, Tina and I have like questioned a few of the stories my mom tells, like, yeah, I don't remember that ever happening. Yeah. Yeah.
3: No, you're, you're, yeah. uh, they're, they, we haven't started doing that yet, but I fully expect to push those stories
1: more. <laughs> you're going to be doing that oh, yeah. as a grandparent for Hell sure. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And so will yep, Kim. Absolutely. We'll just do
3: it. But my parents definitely do it. My mom these days will be like,
1: Oh I remembered that.
3: And I'm like I remember yeah. too And that did not Freaking happen But alright <laughs> Whatever you want to do Mom it's fine with me Yeah. Anyway don't pull Guns on people Because of their Oh complaints. yeah yeah
1: the, I don't even know what So just cheese eggs Are They just have to Call it cheese eggs They can't just say Eggs with cheese on them. Yeah, just say cheese something. eggs. Cheese eggs.
3: I, I specifically ordered cheese eggs. I ordered some salt and pepper eggs earlier. Uh. Yeah, where's the salt and pepper eggs? No, these are eggs you put salt and pepper on. No, I ordered them with the <laughs> like, I don't know I don't know if that was what was going on, but uh, he said Jeez. this. He says he was looking down at his food, making sure it was right, and that's when he saw people running. He looked up, and she had a gun on me. <laughs> um, I didn't think she would shoot but she cocked it back it was very tarantino. oh my god wow um, she's like well maybe I'm. maybe she's about to do something now it's time for me to turn into Rambo and get out of here says Franklin that's not how Rambo works
1: <laughs> no no it may be how Dirty Harry works but not I don't think that's how Rambo works
3: <laughs> oh Carter by the way so, sorry back to this point yeah. Carter's in the chat and she says I already do this I already embellished oh you're already doing kids. this
1: you're already well, like, alright uh, then I'm
3: already there Woo. Yeah. That took no time at all.
1: Van's able to land
3: a plane right now. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't have his, his license yet. He'll, he'll get it eventually, but he can just land it. <laughs> uh, it's funny. All
1: right, um, moving on to this story. I don't. James, hold on a second. This last sentence that's in here. Um, oh yeah, I don't this know is who the journalist is. It's
3: terrible. I didn't see it before As tensions boiled Franklin is glad Things weren't worst Things weren't worst <laughs> What the Well
1: frick? at least At least things weren't worst <laughs> <laughs> uh, JC Calhoun not, A two
3: year old Cannot land a plane Oh, I well, get Well, you it.
1: technically can. Everybody could land a plane, just whether or not just you once. are able to get out of it after doing it. Yeah,
3: landing, As I guess landing deserves some definition there. Right, right. All right. Uh, the, check out this artist. This is crazy. An artist recruits 300 people, nude people.
1: Nude! How for, come you didn't say it like that?
3: Nude! They were nude! There we go. Nude. Uh, for a photo shoot near the Dead Sea in Israel, some 300 male and female volunteers stripped naked and donned white for a body paint. Grand,
1: grand video.
3: Yeah, okay. heck yeah. She's she's on the sand and what how does that go? <laughs> she it. dances on or the or sand. Less, yeah. yeah, there you go. Uh, they put him in white body paint for artistic installation meant to draw attention to the shrinking Dead Sea. Uh, well oh. it definitely will draw attention, I suppose. Guess that's the idea. Posted mm-hmm. Sunday for the American photographer or they posed Sunday rather for American photographer Spencer Tunic. Uh, who has done similar installations in exotic locales around the world, including French wine country, a Swiss glacier, as the British would say, <laughs> and a beach in South Africa? The shoot was promoted by Israel's tourism ministry. Uh, let's see. There's a photo here that's not. It's fine for Twitch. Hold on.
1: Yeah, it's it's fine for everything. It's
3: fine for everything. It's it's maybe not great for a couple of the bodies I see, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're okay. Uh, so yeah see there all those you. people I, it, I just put it in the uh, chat too. oh
3: yeah there you go so they're, look at them all they're all just out there naked with a, with a with some kind of white powder
1: and uh you can see more of this on seinfeld than you can uh <laughs> on...
3: that happened the other night i
1: forgot to tell you about this so you told huh? me about
3: that thing and put that gif in the thing so i knew about yeah, it yeah, yeah. i hadn't heard yeah. so that was my first exposure so the other night we we're like oh there's the beach one with the lobsters and the shrinkage and everything and, <laughs> Kim's, uh-huh. Kim's like what's the deal And I'm like this is the one where she, And she goes oh the one where she, You can kind of see her side boob And I said how do you know about this She goes everyone knows about this Or something I'm like really Like I had no idea So her we and Carter already knew We didn't know about knew. this Carter, Carter yeah. and her already knew somehow uh, okay. So then I look like some kind of weird perv in there Going hold on hold on <laughs> Pause it for a second Is this the scene Oh wait okay get out of a car, get out of my way, you're in the way, I can't see, like it looked like I just couldn't wait to see this free boob on
1: TV. Oh, how times have changed since the nudity towel. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, pull the towel off the TV. Right, exactly. But I just wanted to
3: see if it was true, or if Netflix had gone in there and done any little hanky-panky with it, like like edited it oh, since this right, came Oh, right, they to, fixed it, yeah. yeah. And, uh, not, no such thing. They're too distracted by that I guess that Dave Chappelle thing's very controversial, and they're all it is. Super, yeah. Or they're all walking today, or something. There's like a
1: walkout. There is a walkout.
3: Yeah, Flick's walkout. I just want to see if what's going on with it.
1: Uh, I saw somebody destroy a sign. Who will play? Who will push play when I go to Squid Game and and uh, want to watch it? Who will who will push play for me on the other side when I push play on my side? Yeah, who will that be? Who will that be? Who, who will do that? Who's the, who? Who's who will step up and? Help, Brian.
3: Let's see. Yeah. So it is the Chappelle Special Spurs Netflix walkout. Oh, yeah, look at that. There's a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Well, Netflix, good luck with that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's... I'm not going near that fire. (laughs) I don't want
3: want
0: to go
1: anywhere. (sighs) Oh, he's worse than EA. It's Tally. Whoa. I know how bad you hate EA, so... Yeah, I haven't heard. I know that the comments are very uh, transgender, homophobic, and uh, or transphobic, transphobic, and uh, um, I don't know how in this day and age. I know Chappelle likes to be edgy and and um, and stuff like that, but man, it just feels like there's there's lines you don't cross. Yeah, well, he and and I like I liked Dave Chappelle. No, Dave Chappelle a probably brilliant. Still like He's a I brilliant. Like he's stuff, a
3: brilliant but- comedian. There's no question. He's a brilliant yeah. comedian. But uh, yeah, I didn't see it, so I, I don't know. I, I, I won't judge because I have no idea. But I it haven't
1: sounds- seen it it's Right. That's what I'm saying. So I haven't. I don't know the comments. But yeah. Dice Tomato says the media spin is transphobic, not his content. Oh, really? Okay.
3: All right. I don't know. I mean listen, the chat room's probably about to have a fight now, is one of my I'm thinking so oh, I'm, yeah. So I'm gonna well, stay away right. from it's,
1: this. It's early. I mean we haven't even gotten into therapy Thursday yeah, yet. Well, I know uh, they're already
3: in fisticuffs. Yeah, I'm avoiding all this. Uh let's move to, to this story about Reno. You know, you know, Reno's a lot like Vegas except grosser. Uh, <laughs> that's
1: right, exactly. It's the R C Cola to Vegas's Coke. Oh, that's a great way of putting it. i have never heard that before. <laughs> it's the Doctor Thunder to uh, Vegas's Doctor Pepper.
3: You know, Dr. Thunder's not too bad, but also I haven't had it in 20 years, so
1: what yeah. do I know? Well, Dr. Pepper zero. Okay, let's do that. Ooh, oh, God. it's the Diet Coke. Reno is the Diet Coke to Vegas' Coke Zero. Yeah. Perfect. There you go. There you go. All right. Reno
3: bans use of whips downtown. You can't have no more whips in Reno, and the reason is it sounds like gunfire. That's why. What about in my hotel room? Can I still have
1: them in my hotel
3: room? Um, as long as no one thinks anyone's shooting a gun in your hotel room, I'm going to say yes. But you can't be outside. Damn. Yeah, I know. Damn. The Reno City Council has banned the possession and use of whips without a permit in the greater downtown area. I guess that's where maybe you could get a permit, Brian. A permit.
1: Oh, I can get a whip permit. Yeah, a whipper, a whipper. Whip permit. whip permit hello may I get a whip permit please
0: It's
3: <laughs> a pretty good uh Mr. Burns you gotta go in there
1: what about a writing crop can I still use my writing crop yes, in the hotel room yes
3: and okay, your gag ball those are fine you okay can, good you can have your multiple <laughs> gag balls you take with you on trips and stuff it's totally fine
1: uh, they're called ball gags guys. oh ball gags sorry <laughs> what do I say gag balls gag balls <laughs> sounds like a Saturday morning kid uh kid commercial gag balls gag balls from Galoob oh yeah I'd love it.
3: A, <laughs> a, a Galoob. Remember, Galoob was making everything yeah.
1: back in the day. Yeah,
3: Galoob was great. Galoob yeah. wanted our money, man. Yeah, yeah. gag balls. Never, <laughs> so it's not gag balls, it's ball gags. <laughs> now it's starting to mix up in my head. It is ball gags. Ball gags. Yes, ball gags. Okay.
1: It's a ball that gags. Just don't Google. I, you, I, know, I know you're going to question whether I do or not.
3: Sometimes I do that. This is one I am not doing. Yeah,
1: you know, this is one where no matter if you're right, we're still all wrong.
3: Yeah, no <laughs> we're thank you. we still all lose. Uh, all right, here's the oh yeah so the whole deal is that there's been a big what they call a steep increase over the past two years of 911 calls from residents who mistake the sound of a cracking cracking whip as gunfire it says here whips are a daily part of life in many rural areas where ranchers and livestock operators <laughs> um, use sure. sharp crack producing sounds to uh, scare or direct a herd of animals. So I'm sure cowboy stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Reno's got its fair share of that stuff. Uh, the council voted six to one to approve the ordinance Wednesday, and <laughs> one guy, "Damn it! How am I going to get my cattle back into the thing? How's he going to do it? <laughs> it's not going to happen." Anyway, police recommend banning their. or say, recommended banning their use downtown because the sound resembles the shot uh, sounds of shots. Uh, they also said uh, they. Let's see, he said they also uh, are being used in public areas for fights and intimidation.
1: Oh, wow. so like that's a crazy. Gang, you? Like, like the Warriors are all of a sudden. Yeah. They'd be like a theme gang, wouldn't they? Right, exactly. They'd be the Indiana Jones gang or the cowboy gang. I was thinking like, you know, Reno has to have an equivalent of Fremont. I guess Reno is Fremont Street.
3: Yeah, yeah. Really. Basically. But yeah.
1: there has to be like a performance area where you've got somebody who uses a whip to knock a cigarette out of somebody's mouth you know standing sideways or oh, right. or to put a hole in the center of an ace of spades or something like sure. that. Right. I yeah. figure. Yeah, yeah.
3: That's a, the I It's mean,
1: not all it's not all topless nuns and um and naked marionettes.
3: Yeah, or or on the other end cattle wrestling. There's stuff in between.
1: Right. Like how am I <laughs> exactly. gonna do
3: my Indiana Jones cosplay without a whip? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. If you're gonna do that proper, you're gonna have a big old whip and you're gonna know how to use it.
1: You know people are starting to have to ask for their time off for 2022 we might uh, need to start figuring out if uh,
3: oh. we're doing a tur or something. I want to do a team as Vegas I th- I kind of feel like right now I kind of want to do it no matter what because here's my thinking mm-hmm. we we design it it's already kind of this anyway it's super casual right we it's not mm-hmm. like a major thing where we got to worry about indoor systems and now we're now we're all right. indoors and what right. does that mean for covid like we're gonna I think I think we the way we plan it is like, all right, it's happening. Here are the mm-hmm. here's our plans. It's real simple. The meetups are at these places. Those places
1: exist anyway. They're open anyway. It's not like right. some and special they, thing. They'll have their own if they have requirements, they'll have their own requirements of masks or vaccines or whatever.
3: Right. Right. So yeah, uh, I, I don't right. know. I don't know the best thing to do at this stage, but I feel like we should say yes right now and then just go for it. And then if we get that far, let's say we get to March or April or whatever. Because I'm
1: thinking April, uh, last weekend in April, I think is kind of what what I'm looking at. Since we've got last week of March, we've got uh, Pinball Festival. Yeah, I love. it. last week of April is like, uh, it's warm enough to get in the pool. Yeah, dude, uh,
3: I love it. But April is my favorite time of year in Nevada. It's great. Yeah. So totally agree. I really feel like we can... And here's the nice thing. Unlike a nerdtacular where I got to like put 10 grand we down on events and all that.
1: Way in advance. Yeah. yeah.
3: We don't have to do any of that. We can just say, mm-hmm. yeah, we're planning on it. And as we get closer, we'll make a decision as we get closer. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Okay. Don't you think? All right. We'll, st- we'll really start talking offline.
1: and I, I emailed you a bunch of dates. I don't know why I haven't responded to them. In Did you really? Did uh, you send me dates? No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> it's another email, missing email joke. Oh,
3: oh, I see. Uh, by the way, everybody listening, if you uh, send anything to Scott at FrogPants.com, it ain't getting nowhere today. All right? So right, don't do that. Right. Send it to MyExtralife.com or at gmail.com or send it to LLC at gmail. One of my gmail addresses. Don't do
1: FrogPants my email is dead um, scoop fest is last is last week of april um wolf Glen, because that might actually work in our favor it if it's the last week and we take the last weekend yeah um that might work because there's favor. there's some overlap of of uh, diamond club folks and uh scoop folks and yeah 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 and tms folks yeah
3: i think that would be cool uh i would like that
1: uh, yeah. Anyway, all right. So, so uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk offline, and we'll let you guys know when we have something uh, going. Well, there you have it. Um. Anyway, no whips. No whips. No. Yeah, don't bring your whips. You can actually, if we have it in Vegas, bring your whips. If we have it in Reno, don't, don't bring, bring, your, bring whips. your whips. No.
3: And if we haven't Reno, then we've done something really wrong. We've made a huge mistake. Right. A huge error. All right, we're gonna take a break. When we come <laughs> back, my sister Wendy's gonna join us. Uh, we're gonna talk about
1: uh, some lighter fare today good we've had a couple of heavy yeah therapy T- thursdays in a row so i'm looking forward to uh to this one what gift uh what gift ideas should i get for uh my friends for this holiday season that's it right that's the right. question that's the question what should yeah. i get for this christmas
3: <laughs> no it's somewhere in between though it's a little Halloweenish, and uh one of our favorite cad poolers sent this in so we're going to talk about it when we come back after this break with this song that brian and i'll tell you about right now
1: yeah, back up to Vancouver, Canada for another punk rock band. These guys, um, uh, I think we've played before. I bet we've played another song from their upcoming release. I'm looking right now to see. Um, I don't see it, but I'm pretty sure pretty sure that I've seen these guys in their jean jackets before. In any case, this is another song from their upcoming album, um, which comes out. Comes out. I don't have a date. Why not have a date? Oh, because this is just a single they've released. This is like it's on its own. All right. Here's a new single from the Vancouver band, The Core, C-O-R-P-S, with their new song, The Last Laugh. Oh,
3: should I sue them for using the name Core? Oh, wait. It's not spelled the same. Never mind. It's fine.
1: (laughs) Right. Exactly.
3: No suit here. All right. We'll be right back, everybody. what's going on you know it's fall it's fall do you you feel it uh we could all use a a a stiff breeze (laughs) this episode's brought to you by blue chew guys listen confidence can take you pretty far in life i can help you in the bedroom as well especially when it comes to stepping up to the plate well that's where blue chew comes in blue chew is unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as viagra and cialis but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost and you can take them anytime day or night so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises this process is pretty simple sign up at bluechew.com consult with one of their licensed medical providers and once you're approved you'll receive your prescription within days the best part It's all done online, no doctor visits, no sitting around in that office waiting for anybody, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Bluetooth tablets are made right here in the USA and prepared and shipped directly to your door as well in a very discreet package. So, first impressions are important. What about lasting impressions? That's right. Blue Chew can help you in, uh, you know, the ways you need it to help you. (laughs) So if you could benefit from that, a little bit of extra confidence when it's time to perform. Blue Chew can help. We've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code TMS at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code TMS, to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information as well. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring today's episode.
4: I'll take a mocha.
3: And
1: I'll have a vanilla, one of the vanilla bullshit things, you know, you whatever you want, some vanilla bullshit, latte, kappa thing, you know, whatever you got, I don't care.
0: Up!
3: The Morning Stream, you're soaking in it. We have returned to the show. Welcome back, everybody. That song again, Brian?
1: That song again is The Core, C-O-R-P-S, with a new song, uh, The Last Laugh. Brand new single they've released. Very,
3: very nice. All right, I'm going to add Wendy to this call. She's currently showing offline, so I'm going to... What?
1: What? Hi, sorry, Hi. we have a whole other <laughs> thing going on. <laughs> we got the we got the chat all warmed up for you. Yeah, we got them all warmed up.
4: How <laughs> you it gonna make, make them mad?
1: No, no, no. It's the, uh, just. The, we there's put a, them all in a glass jar and put a magnifying glass on it right before Therapy Thursday, so it's perfect. <laughs> here's here's
3: the truth. The truth is, they're a very passionate group of people, and sometimes that passion spills over into the chat, and it's it's okay.
1: It's all right that it does.
3: I'm I'm glad we right. can be a place where they can yes. have it out with each other a little bit, and I exactly. hope they'll be respectful and all that. Uh, all right. Hey, Wendy. It's my sister, Wendy. And how do you know? Because this plays. Everyone
0: knows it's Wendy.
3: That's right. Wendy with an I. My sister, Wendy Dunford, is an actual therapist, helps people all the time with their real problems, and comes on this show to do the very same for us each and every Thursday. Wendy, how are you?
4: I'm great. How are you guys? Great.
3: That was quite the introduction I- there, wasn't it? It was a real. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: long-winded <you> <laughs> introduction i gave you oh my gosh <coughs> so wait enjoy. take it down a notch wendy jeez yeah, I know, wow. I,
4: everyone's got a you got some energy coming out yeah i uh, do have a
3: little bit. bit today i don't know why Everyone it's good right? i haven't oh, lately yeah. so i'm glad i have it now uh the last couple of days i felt like i've had no energy so i don't know what's going on today i feel better today anyway hey uh let's get to it we're uh, we're gonna go uh we were, i was talking to brian earlier we're gonna go a little lighter today on the yeah, because
4: yeah, we've had some heavies.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. The last yeah. couple were real rough. So uh, we're going to dive right into this. This is an email from Amy, uh, a regular to the Tadpole. And it says this. Hi, Scott and Brian and Wendy. I have a question for Wendy that is somewhat lighter fare but is appropriate for the Halloween season. I would like to understand the psychology of the differing levels of tolerance people have for fictional scary things. She says, "I have none. I cannot watch anything remotely creepy or scary. I look. Or I took Brian's recommendal for that You show, and I couldn't sleep for a week. <laughs>
1: good job, Brian. Thanks, thanks. Uh, yeah, thanks for throwing me under the bus. <laughs> and that's like, and and U is like uh, not even really scary as much as much as it's just creepy, thrillery kind of stuff.
3: Yeah, I've heard really well from you and others really good things about it, but it sounds like it's yeah. just." you know strange in a way that's unsettling it's
1: a stalker it's basically about a stalker that you you almost root for in the same way you root for dexter the serial killer yeah yeah which is a weird
3: thing to do almost on the surface but once you see the show you kind of get it yeah anti-hero stuff and all that Right. Anyway. I like Dexter better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, she says she couldn't sleep for a week. Never mind actual horror movies or haunted houses. I cannot do them. My brain just kicks into hyperdrive and makes me completely terrified. Even if I appreciate the story or the humor, I just can't do it. However, I have lots of friends who just love creepy stuff and enjoy the crap out of horror movies. And I just don't understand why my brain won't let me enjoy things like that. I just end up saying, quote, I can definitely see why you like it, unquote. Uh, love the show, though. Amy. So, uh, it's an interesting one. Um, It made me ask myself about my own... I I really like a good horror movie. Um, Mm -hmm. The movies I don't like are ones where people are realistically terrible to each other. Like, I could watch a Mm -hmm. a slasher movie any day of the week and who cares? I'm just having a good time. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're laughing at the ways people are dying. Like, it's no big deal. If you show me a movie that's like, here's the true story of Ted Bundy and the things he did... No thanks, not into
1: it. Mm, yeah, okay. Can't I was thinking you were talking about like people being jerks to each other, like Succession.
3: Oh no, no. <laughs> I mean that stuff too. That stuff wears me out sometimes. But it does. But yeah, you know, that's... when it's well written and stuff, I can deal with it. But when it comes to like creepy, yeah. scary stuff, uh, I mean the only sc- the only horror movies that really scared me were that was that Hereditary movie. Um, oh yeah, and this Midsummer. Those and the same director did both. Both those movies. Same put director. Me in yeah. a place, man. I, like, I really have a
1: problem with um. If, with possession movies, if they're done well, if they're done believably. Um, it's like Carver so with
3: Zombie. She doesn't like the idea that somebody's totally different than they were. Like a possession movie is all about right. somebody being forced to mm-hmm. be a thing they're being not. Being
1: changed, right, under uh, Or out of their control, being yeah. something else. Yeah. yeah.
3: And this, so, so, so there's some examples. You don't like that. I don't, I'm, you know, I'm a little more. Uh, I'm less open to realism and more open to fantasy, but it sounds like Amy can't do any of it, and I'm sure there's mm-hmm. plenty of people like her. Amy
1: doesn't like bookstore stalkers. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. So, so Wendy, what do you? How do you? Exp- well, first of all, what is this that we're even talking about? Is there a name for this, or is there a? You know, how do you want to go? Chicken shits sure in. An- <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, there's probably a name. I actually forgot we're talking about this today, so I was going to look it up. So I forgot. Um, but (laughs) it is, I mean, I can, I can kind of explain why part of it is okay. Everyone has their own. First of all, let's start with this. Everyone has their own history.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
4: So, um, the other weekend we were up on the North shore of Lake Superior with some friends and we were all sharing what we remember seeing accidentally as children. And mm. it was fascinating. Um, you know, you're babysitting and the family had cable and you watch the most disturbing thing you've ever seen. Or, and And my memory was, and Scott, I feel like you're probably there for this memory, but I don't remember because mm. I only remember one thing, which is walking into aunt Susan's basement. Yeah. And seeing on a TV, in my mind, it was a big screen TV, which of course didn't even exist then. (laughs) So it must have been not true, but it was so big life to me. Mm -hmm. And it was a a movie that had something to do with airplanes or something. But the only thing I really remember, and it is vivid in my head, and you know, I don't visualize things very well, is someone having their fingers cut off in a um, paper cutter.
3: You know, those big old paper slicers oh yeah that's no good but it was As a movie about airplanes
4: yesterday i'm trying, right? I'm like trying to i'm trying to think
3: what is there a way to find out who got their fingers cut off in an airplane movie hmm. well
4: that's what the, uh, my friend's husband did he googled all night to try to help me figure out what movie it was and mm-hmm. it's it's possible that it i don't know because our memories are weird Right, mm-hmm. I could have mm-hmm. been made made half this up. I don't know, but I don't think I would have made up the paper cutter finger thing.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
4: but you know, I'm yeah. sure there are plenty of movies from the 70s and 80s that have this scene. Well, think of like you know, I asked Abe the other day what his fears were when he was younger, and have they changed? And he's like, Oh, quicksand. I thought for sure all of us were mm-hmm. ready for quicksand deaths.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause the because the movies make it seem like it's they're all it's all over the place. Like yeah.
4: totally, you, know, you
1: walk through the wrong person's yard and you get swallowed up. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah.
4: You know what's funny? It could though. have been during a happy movie like Princess Bride, and you were like, right. "Yeah, that's gonna be how I die because I'm six years old." And
1: yeah. or a bad movie like Indiana movie. Jones Four. Sure. Um, what's funny <laughs> is uh, that we kind of all have these, or I don't know about all of us, but certainly the three of us have these movies that we don't remember the movie itself. But we remember the scene that freaked us out. Like Scott, you had the rolling oh, the boulders rocks, coming yeah. towards a yeah. and there was somebody else there was another thing with a um uh somebody in an aquarium getting their head Oh, that's me off also. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was me as well
3: and it was um, and then uh, Elliot Gould cutting off some lady's head in a fish tank. Is what it was. Right. Yeah. And then
1: uh Wendy, you talking about yours? I had it took me a long time to find the movie and I bought it on Blu-ray and I still haven't watched it. I don't even know if I still have it. Ooh, we gotta talk about that. <laughs> Shoot, where is it? But it was a, a movie called the not the relic. Crap. Now I can't remember it. It um uh like somebody falls through a glass ceiling above a swimming pool and there's shards of glass in the pool coming down and the people who are in there and a cat, a white cat, really fluffy one hissing, and then like oh, a... what is it? Dude, I can't remember it, I like I bought the damn Blu-ray. I will get it I will go and get it out off the shelf while we're doing this All right, it's not well, Constantine. I, way older than that like a 19 late 70s early 80s horror film and it's what's um like an heir well what's another name for an heir like oh, some, uh, somebody that gets something uh
3: not hereditary um, to uh you um, you are a success, not
0: succession not success
1: baby what would <laughs> legacy the legacy it might be the legacy the legacy or the tuba might have found it. hold on a second Okay. the legacy trailer what i like the about this by the way while you're looking that up these all yeah. have something in
3: common they're all gritty and ugly televised garbage from the 70s and early 80s which is the two movies brian's mentioned the, the head cutting off and the rocks following the the, the suv th- or the rv thing are yeah. all like 77 low-rent garbage horror movies that I just happened upon. Like, I didn't go to watch them. They just were on at a friend's house. And I happened mm-hmm. to see a scene that really bothered me. And then what okay. I did later, and this, Brian, I'm sure this is probably why you bought the Blu-ray. Yeah. So you can go back. It was really cathartic for me to find that RV yes. one and watch that scene and then go, this is stupid.
1: Like, yep. this it's- is so dumb. Why is this and been it is- in my head so long? It's so dumb it's absolutely the legacy. And I put the trailer in the chat room, uh, Catherine Ross and, uh, Roger Daltrey of all people from the who, um, and 1978 seeing the, just seeing the trailer on TV freaked me out so much. I wouldn't watch TV. Um, when it was on, Oh yeah. There's like a scene where somebody swims, like they're stuck under ice or stuck under glass in a swimming pool. That freaked me out.
3: Oh, I don't like that either. Right. There it is, so, right there. Pops and okay. recline
1: so, found the scene too. All right, really so go not. ahead. I'm <laughs> sorry, please continue.
4: <laughs> well, I well obviously we're uh, drudging up some uh, <clears throat> some space in your your brains, and what it is is okay. So you're a little kid. Yeah. The world is a particular thing. It's safe in theory, and you're exposed to something. Notice at least Scott and I both our stories are we happen upon it. Yeah. We walk into someone's house, into a basement, and suddenly it's playing. And it's a scene. I didn't watch the whole movie. I watched one mm-hmm. gross mm-hmm. thing, of, you know, and it was so, I'm sure it's so cheesy. I don't know. But it's the, it's the way our brains work. So we all have an amygdala and the amygdala is, that's the word for almond
3: in Greek. Is it, really? it really? looks like a
4: little almond. Yeah, it's yeah. a little tiny thing.
3: Hold on. Are you and saying there's it, such thing as amygdala butter? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. <laughs> or amygdala I think, joy? I think okay. It's Greek.
4: Okay. All right. I need to double check. But anyway, it is uh, It's Mark tiny. It's like an almond. That's that's why it's named that. It's because it's small. It looks like an almond. And its it's got two jobs. Its job is to look around, scan everything in your life, every smell, everything you can see, everything you can touch. All it uses all your senses to see if you are safe or to see if you are in danger. That yeah. is its primary job. And okay. so it... When it sees something that is perceived as danger. So imagine a young kid, and I always think about this today. So a young kid looking at accidentally seeing a horror movie now in like the most incredible um, (laughs) technological color, right? Versus the 1970s. It kind of doesn't matter, but I can imagine it might be even worse. But because it's so visual and it's so well done, it looks so real. But it doesn't kind of matter because the amygdala just scanned the room and said, Oh, your aunt's basement that's supposed to be fun is now a place where people get their fingers chopped off and you have some reality check. You know, that's not actually happening, but the amygdala doesn't know. It doesn't know. It just knows that that's a terrifying thing and you need to be safe from that. So it scares you. It kind of imprints itself a little bit there. And then later on, you're living your life, doing your thing you're i mean i'm I'm Amy I don't want to watch any horror shows like mm-hmm. i that is so unappealing to me mm. um and it's not I just don't find any of it- enter- entertaining and if it was actually really good, it would scare me, and I don't want to be scared. that's like unappealing. I don't know if it's directly connected to the hands getting chopped off or not yeah uh I think it has more to do with that I like to you know i I hear enough hard stuff that to suddenly spend my evening watching hard stuff is hard <laughs> for me yeah. I'd yeah. rather laugh yeah
3: yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine like yeah you know, I was trying to I was trying to imagine the other day like what 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 would it be like for Wendy to see I'd see a TV show or an episode where it deals with a bunch of I don't know domestic mental health stuff or something um an episode of the wire for example just dealt with some of this and I thought my sister there's no way she's going to want to sit down and relax to this like this is not a yeah. story she wants to hear cuz a you dealt with it all day and b it's kind of realistic so you really would be dealing with it twice. Um, I always wondered about that. So now I guess I have my answer.
4: <laughs> well, so I just watched the, you answered yourself. Would you like Yeah, I answered
3: answers? myself? <laughs> you, you, go, you go ahead and supplement my answer that I gave myself, but go ahead.
4: Uh, no, I don't seek it out, but once it starts and I'm just watching it and it's like really well done, I can't turn away just like any human. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just, I don't seek it out, which is kind of my point here for Amy is, 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 other people are seeking this out, and it doesn't make a lot of sense to her. And similar to me, like, I don't know why you guys want to be sad all night. That does not make sense. But it, mm-hmm. it's because, of course, it's human drama. We're all attracted to seeing human drama, especially when it's not our own. I mean, just make a weird noise or have a little fake fight in a restaurant. You're going to get everyone's eyeballs.
0: Everyone's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We
4: are so tuned in, and that's because we all have amygdalas. We are so tuned in to When we scan our environment, is it safe or not? So the amygdala also does, I'm scanning the environment and it is safe. I'm with this particular person. I am safe. I'm with this person. It's unknown. So then anxiety is the result. So amygdala sends out a signal. The brain, the cortex of the brain goes, oh, let's make a story. So we understand Mm -hmm. this response and it's, Mm -hmm. I'm going to die. Or this person's very kind and is telling me the truth. Maybe I'm safe. And the system will just respond. We just have a communication, two parts of the brain that are going back and forth about, are we okay? Or are we not? Yeah. The problem is the cortex is incredibly good with stories and it can scare the amygdala. Yeah. So that's what everyone's choosing to do with these movies is they're choosing to get scared a little bit. There's something really fun about that. And that's because your life is, you're not in a war torn country. You're not currently being threatened. Yeah. Because it's it's entertainment. And that's because of the way the cortex is like, ooh, tell me a story to make me a little scared. We all love that a little bit, right? But you don't love that if your life is actually scary.
0: Yeah.
4: Um, or you maybe had a bad experience when you were a kid. Or maybe you just have a higher sensitivity. There's another thing here. Um. Pete has this in spades with heartbreaking things or awkward things. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I don't know when the last time you sat down and watched all the Pixar shorts. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a few that are <laughs> yeah. so dang manipulative. Yeah. Holy oh, yeah. cow. Yeah.
1: And so there's 10 my minutes kid, of up, is yeah. that too? Yeah.
0: yeah. Totally, oh, too.
4: totally. So the one with the dog, there's like a fighting dog that gets rescued and this oh, yeah. little abandoned cat. So we're mm-hmm. watching it. The whole family's just kind of sitting there, like, oh, this is adorable and so moving. And oh. And I turn around and Pete is hiding under a blanket he's watching it but he is racked with gri- grief and oh, sobbing and sobbing oh, and, we, so and he's trying sweet. to hide it from us we're like buddy what happened and he's just like how could people treat animals like that and like he just feels it so so deeply so imagine if he accidentally saw a slasher movie and it felt like it's gonna go well but it's because there is differences in emotional receptivity to certain things. Mm-hmm. Now d- those dull over time, as you live life, it's how you s- sort of survive life. Because if we were all children and face the reality of life, it would crush us all. Right. So some of our walls have to come up and our protections and, and all those different things. Um, and so, but some people are just sensitive to others. You could show another nine-year-old that thing. And they'd be like, Oh, dogs are dumb. And you'd be like, okay,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
4: they're just having a different experience. The other one is embarrassment. This one's really common. Um, Is that seeing too much awkwardness, like, like the office is the most pain. That would be like yes. literally torturing someone. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it, similar. It's just kind of this sensitivity and everyone's a little bit different and she's
2: watching, right. They
4: can enjoy any, it. Maybe she can't.
1: Yeah. Watching any show where somebody has to get up in, in front of a crowd, like do a public speaking and fail and screw up. That's, that's like horror show. That's, <laughs> that's a hard movie to make. <laughs>
3: Yeah, we all have yeah. our we all have our things like that. Like my, you know, everyone always makes fun of me pooping on a plane, but it's my worst. It's I don't want now, to ever. What have
1: movie to... did you see that had? <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> a good, good question. <laughs> I figured love for that one.
3: I don't know where that came from, to be honest. But but like, um, you know, me doing. Okay, let me ask you this. Uh, clearly, you know, when we're much younger and impressionable and and all of that, these are these are really you know, there's a stake in the ground when this sort of stuff happens, like bam, mm-hmm. yeah. you're never going to forget this or whatever. Uh, then later in life, you experience a bunch of life and you realize, huh, it's probably kind of dumb, but you still kind of have this weird fear in your head about the thing you think might be dumb yeah. now, but you're not sure. Um, is there value in like that exposure therapy to like, like for me to go watch that stupid scene where, uh, what's his name cuts the head off of this lady with a broken fish tank. It sounds terrible. Just <laughs> describing it. Um, it's really dumb it's like super awkward terribly shot the effects are bad like there's nothing good about it and i wouldn't have known that had i not gone back and saw it and honestly it felt like a weight lifted like i saw that went oh this is stupid and i was a kid and of course it freaked me out but now it's dumb so i'm moving on and i'm going to do my best to make it so other kids don't have to feel that way but when they're old enough they'll also see their things are kind of dumb like i had a real moment there is that normal normal to feel that way or should i have felt that way or should I have been? Still felt like it was bad or something. I don't know. I'm torn on it.
4: Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is a. I was actually going to ask at the end of this for someone to send us in a, a phobia question or an OCD question or some some type of um anxiety question, so I can talk more about the amygdala and the cortex because it's fun. Um, and the the way I mean, you jump to the one of the solutions, and that is exposure therapy. Mm-hmm. And and so what it does is think of it as like pipes. You have this moment as a young person and all the pipes are wide open because you haven't shut any of them yet. <laughs> and you see something scary. Okay. And suddenly the amygdala is like, all right, we got to memorize everything about this. So this never happens to us again. This feeling that, you know, this the story back and forth of like, oh, you, you know, whatever. And you can create phobias. You can create that. You know, this is so scary. Never go here again. Never go to your... I I don't know if I ever went in her basement again, I'll be honest. I'm pretty sure I didn't, right? <laughs> so what that does is tells... The, let's take that. That tells my cortex, my amygdala, all of the story and the feeling. The whole system now knows Aunt Susan's basement is where bad things happen. Don't yeah. go down there, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> So the. So I don't go down there the rest of my life. Yeah. I bet you if I went down there... Now, it's not the same house. But if I went down there now, I'd be like, okay, right? It would just, there'd be light. It didn't look the same. Mm -hmm. And just exposing yourself to the change. Now, that's easy exposure therapy. Hard exposure therapy is, I'm terrified of spiders. Now I'm going to put one in my hand, right? Yeah, Um, And so we can talk about how that that actually works. If someone sends in a real story, it helps kick that off. If someone has a phobia or something. Um, Because what happens is the brain is so good at making sure we don't put ourselves in danger again Mm -hmm. that it will create whatever it needs to create to stop you from doing it. So if you can do it, now remember, the pipes were open, you got freaked out, the pipes closed. If we can put you back in the situation that scared you in the first place, it's like the pipes open back up Mm -hmm. and you can have a new experience. Mm. And like you're doing it with 40 years in between.
0: Yeah, yeah.
4: (laughs) That's a long time. It is a long time um, to do that. Sure. Yeah. So long time to have those pipes. Held. So that's why it feels like a weight is lifted. Is that it's like your amygdala side, like, oh, right. So that's not scary. Okay. Good. Yeah. And it just doesn't have to hang on to the file that says "be afraid of fish tanks." And that guy with a jagged and knife Elliot cutting off a lady's
3: head. And Elliot Gould. Elliot
4: right. Gould. That's who it was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Always be afraid of. So yeah, uh, Ross's it just dad. teaches the system. It doesn't need to be afraid.
3: <laughs> so so okay. Let me. So the Susan Aunt Susan's basement. This is a really great topic yeah. for a mm-hmm. second. I have a similar thing with it. That basement, but it wasn't a TV thing. It was that everything was wood panel, and old looking, <laughs> and that. Uncle Joel Sorry, had like the world's largest vintage porn collection in <laughs> in every room. I don't know if you knew this, but every room. I
4: did. I saw it once. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Like he had a one room that was dedicated to tons of stuff that was locked. But then every oh bathroom, every bathroom had a stack this high of something in them under the thing. Yeah. You're like, where's the towels? Oh, next to the stack of freaking nudie magazines from the seventies. That's where you'll find the towels. Um, every room had a stack of this stuff. And so when we'd go there, it just felt like I was in this seedy, like red light district psycho place. And I couldn't wait to get out of there. I just didn't like it. It just felt greasy and weird. And, um, so maybe it was more that than the TV and the, and the thing you saw. I don't know. It's just a weird job. So we
4: should both go back to that basement and see if we can uh, handle it. (laughs) Um, and, and here's, let me, let me say this caveat. Nobody go expose yourself to your childhood fears unless you're pretty confident you're going to be fine um, without, you know, like, but most people are, are, if they're either really crippled by this thing... Or it's kind of like your situation where it's just like, oh, that's weird. That still bugs me and that you could then do it. So Brian, you're obviously gonna watch the trailer and eventually watch I'm, this movie, right? I'm gonna
1: watch the movie. I've already watched the trailer, um, because okay. I had to figure out what movie it was. And I did this I did this a couple of years ago or a year ago when I wanted to find out what that movie was. But it's funny. I haven't watched the movie yet. And it certainly isn't because I'm afraid to watch the movie. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. But I think, uh, during Halloween time, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it in the next week Perfect. or so.
0: Yeah. Mm.
4: Yes. There's also a thing maybe for Amy here, maybe she just doesn't like it. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, there's things totally people good. don't like. Yeah. And I, I mean, do you like to, be, I mean, there are people who really like to be scared, right? Sure. Like well, I, think she genuinely,
1: I think she genuinely was scared by you by Mm. the movie you not you wendy but the movie (laughs) or the tv show you. TV show you yeah yeah Yeah. Um, so it wasn't a matter of not liking it it was just like too much yeah Um,
3: i I mean maybe maybe it's you know like any other thing that's maybe less i don't know controversial is not the word but let's just say you don't like science fiction there's plenty of people just don't care about anything where people mm -hmm. are pontificating about space so why would you why would you want to watch that you will just be bored to tears in this case it freaks her out but it's the same kind of thing, right? Maybe it's just a like or a dislike. And if you don't like it, you know, I, I don't think there's obviously nothing wrong with that, but I I understand that feeling of like, why is everyone else so into this and I'm not, or, you know, Mm -hmm. that feeling, which is, which is a whole nother thing, right? That's a whole nother thing of, of, I'm, I'm not trying to speak for Amy here, but you know, somebody who may feel that way or wonder why everyone else likes it. And I don't, is that a, you know, they have a sense of missing out or there's like a, I don't know. You're not part of the cool kids or something.
0: Uh, Well,
4: and I have a question as gamers, like you, you probably, she might be an odd man out in the gaming interests, right? That maybe a little more gore and a little more, intrigue or whatever, like that's just normal. And so for all the people there, they're just gonna maybe more likely that's okay. But for her, she feels really different. And that that happens within all the tribes we belong to, right? Mm -hmm. We sort of, oh, I go to this knitting group, but this lady also really likes baking and I hate baking. And why don't I? Or Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm Can so you can just feel a little odd and and that's okay. Yeah. Um but that's hard. You're right. I mean, I, that's probably a piece of it. It's like, I should want to like this. What is my problem?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and just maybe you don't. And owning it's actually the best part. That's so one, like, No, I, I love games and I hate scary things. The
3: chat was right. bringing one up. Like, I think we're all kind of in the same nerd tribe here, but I just can't get into Doctor Who like friends can. Mm-hmm. Like everyone I know likes it more than I do. And I don't hate it, but I just don't care. It's just not yeah, it my just thing. Doesn't,
1: you don't connect with it. Doesn't it doesn't
3: work for me and I love British stuff and so it's not that it's just I don't know what it is, but there is that there's once in a while that feeling of like I'm the only one in the room. who doesn't like this thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And that's not fun <laughs> cuz you know, people are going, really? You don't like, really? Really?" I mean, they're doing the chat already. People are mostly kidding, but they're in there going, unfriend me, that's it, we're done, we can't be friends. Like, I I get it. I understand that feeling. It's like when somebody says they don't like Mad Max Fury Road, I cannot understand how they even exist on this planet. It's no different than that. (laughs) But I just, you know, I just don't feel it the way they feel it. Um, The Mad Max thing is actually a good uh, point. When I saw that in theaters for the first time, a monumental moment in my life, i love that movie, if it wasn't clear. Uh, My sister-in-law came with us, and she's having the exact opposite experiences that I'm having sitting next to me, and she's right there next to me. It's my wife, me, my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law. She hated it and wanted to leave and didn't like anything about it, will never watch it again, just absolutely hated it. And I'm over there thinking it's the greatest thing I ever saw in my life. So there's just that, right?
4: Yeah.
0: There is, there is, split. and there
4: is, but think about the, the dopamine hit. It is when you meet someone and you connect on something like, like, I mean, I've done this a couple of times cause I'm not, I'm not truly nerdy, but I'm surrounded by them Yeah. <laughs> and I do love Lord of the Rings like a little too much mm. and I can quote all the movies. And mm. so sometimes I will throw out a Lord of the Rings quote, yeah. um, In a really weird space, and someone will be like, "Oh," and I'm like, "Soulmates!" Like, there's something about it that is just so connecting, right? Mm -hmm. So that high—it's like having the opposite of that high, which is like, "Mm, "I'm going to be left outside the circle to die," and that's not—we're not even conscious of that, but that's just how humans are. It's who is sort of—we our like interests do give us a tie, and there's some power to that. So. When you marry someone or you're in a long-term relationship with someone or you're trying to, you know, have maintain a long-term friendship, you have to find the things that connect you. And then you, there has got to be a way to figure out how to not have things also be the same. Yeah, Cause nobody's actually all in the exact same tribe in every single way. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, like Dr. Who, Scott. I can't believe it.
0: I'm really disappointed.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to picture you though. Like at a, a restaurant and suddenly Wendy stands up at dinner, throws her napkin down and says, a wizard is never late, nor is he early. He <laughs> arrives precisely when he means to. I just want to see you. I, I do wanna-
4: do it loud. I always do. I'll do like, I'll tap my nose like Mary and yeah. say, it. <laughs> like, it'll be things like that. Just like very subtle and stupid. And Adam's always like. Do you ever kick the
3: kids out of that? Like get to school and uh, say, fly you fools or anything like that. Do that or all the time. Okay.
4: All the time. And they do it to me. And so it's, it's great. (laughs) But also, can we just give Bo Burnham a little uh, moment here where he says attributing a quote from Lord of the Rings to Martin Luther King. Uh,
0: It's <laughs> so funny yeah.
1: It's so funny
4: My children have not seen that For many reasons But we have listened to some of those songs On repeat Like White Women's Instagram and, yeah, the uh, Bo
1: Burnham. yeah, the Bo yeah, Burnham
2: yeah. yeah,
4: that funny feeling Is such a great song Anyway, and we laugh And I'm like So my kids are going to one day say Oh, we th- we did this thing all the time as kids And they'll be like Wait,
0: what? I've never seen this
4: and that's part of it, right? Like, what happens as a kid Gets stored in funny ways and, and trauma and scary things get stored in funny ways as well. And so I really would love someone to send um, something about a fear, kind of a very specific fear. General anxiety is everybody. Um, and that is interesting, but not as interesting as what I want to tell you about the amygdala with a specific phobia. So if you, anyone's got like a fear of some type of animal or Tina's,
1: height, Tina's got or... arachnophobia pretty bad Kim too Does yeah. she? Kim okay. hates spiders mm-hmm.
3: Carter's always yeah. trying to save them and Kim wants to destroy every spider yeah. that ever lived
1: yeah and then we're over at the crazy neighbor's house, and Mrs. Crazy Neighbor like sees a spider on the ground and reaches down with her hands and picks it up in her palm and takes it outside. Okay, that's too
3: far
0: for <laughs> even
1: me. Yeah, It's like
4: it. uh, that's really, awesome.
1: A uh, you know, red solo cup, maybe, but uh, <laughs> yeah,
4: not your bare hands. Yeah. yeah bare so someone send hands. something in, and I will will walk through how you treat that and okay. what you can do. And it's very, it's actually really related to what we're talking about here in some ways. Um but there's some really new cool stuff happening for treatment. That's gonna, it's just fun.
3: It's okay. Fun I'm into that. We'll, we'll, we'll collect, things. we'll collect a few during the week. See what we get. Um, yeah. the, the morning stream at gmail.com that email's working fine. Everybody. It's my frog pants. One that's busted. Um, real quick. Uh, The, when you were younger, okay, when Wendy was younger, I mean, maybe even still today, but, you know, we're all busy with adult things, so who knows, but Wendy was the great proponent of April Fool's Day. Uh, There was no way that day would come without Wendy doing all kinds of gnarly things on everybody. That was just Mm -hmm. the way it was. I don't know if you're still that way or not. I'd have to ask Adam or the kids, but here's my question. What is it that, what is that desire that I suddenly feel to go to Amy's house and do scary stuff there? Like, I know her, so... Her and I are friends, and so this isn't a mean spirited thing. It would all be in fun, but there's this temptation for somebody who doesn't like scary things to go do some tricks on them. <laughs> and and you used yeah. to do that all the time. So you sh- so you tell me what that is. Why do we have that as people? Why do we desire it?
4: Well, okay, I I you know it's interesting why people do the jobs they do, and I'm still in the process of. trying trying to figure out why the hell I do this job.
0: Um,
4: I think I'm good at it. And I, I think one of the reasons I'm good at it has to do with that. I think, and you're good at this as well, which is like, you can read people fairly well and read the room and you're sensitive to what dynamics are happening or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I I think that helps me Mm -hmm. uh, do my job. And I think, have for a long time and it used to be used for
3: evil and now I use it for good. <laughs> <laughs> All right so when you so and instead of my, going
4: my uh, yeah. well my April Fool's thing I really think is what that was is it's like I would I could hone in on someone's like what would really mess with them? Mm-hmm. And then try to make it funny and i probably scarred a few people
3: oh it was and- <laughs> bad you guys you guys don't even know like we my, my parents' room she'd go in there and just wreck it it'd be toilet papered to death uh wet toilet paper on the ceilings uh
4: like I'd find the worst I'd always have lipstick to on the mirror too. it was I'm so funny it's so
3: funny because when I talk uh, when people hear you on here and they know you in general they don't they've never heard of this side of wendy. Mm-hmm. But right. she was
4: devious. yeah because i was always good
3: yeah always good <laughs> but you were devious back then with the with the pranks and to this oh yeah point.
4: and I have one when I was like thirteen or fourteen that I cannot believe mom forgive forgave me for and as a parent now oh, I would yeah. I would seriously give my kid away if they did this like, that was
3: a good one it's terrible yeah I it's remember terrible that. Didn't, um, didn't you you and well, dad did one when, together where it looked like he kidnapped you in a car and left your date yeah. in the road oh man
4: I got dad that's what i'm blaming on him i mean he has we have the same that same sneaky like like we really love people and we want everyone to be good but we also want to mess with you when when on one day of the year it's pretty weird like we're that's weird anyway but let me tell you this i moved to sweden Mm -hmm. and i stopped even thinking about april fools is that weird like it Mm -hmm. ended and then Halloween, like, it was just not as big a deal there. because the
3: Swedes aren't funny. I used to be
4: insane <laughs> about those two holidays. And now I'm kind of like, oh, crap, it's April Fools. All right, kids, should I put green in the milk? And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay. I mean, like, I don't do any of it. <laughs> it's it's because, really funny.
0: It's like, because Sweden nobody,
3: nobody, nobody in Sweden laughs, right? They're not very funny in Sweden.
4: <laughs> no, they are beyond funny. They are so funny. They're great. Yeah. It's not that. I think it's that they're also, like... I think I've shared this before, but, like, there was a political absolute upheaval, and it was this controversy. It was one of their legislators. It was a total scandal. And let me tell you what he did. Yeah. He had another business that he also earned money from while he was working for the legislator.
3: Oh, my gosh. So
4: that's the level of ethics. (laughs) <laughs> and and transparency and i'm not saying they're perfect but man i don't i feel like april fools i feel like anything that's mean-spirited is inherited from americans <laughs> feels I'm like it
3: sometimes up. feels like it you know yeah. what the other thing uh you, you you just were born in the wrong era you could have had a huge career on youtube if if your pranking era would have lined up with the youtube era Ooh. you would have been you'd be 50 million followers right now you'd be huge
4: I'd have 50 million followers. I'd also have anxiety and body dysmorphia. So yeah. thanks. Yeah, that's I, good. I, yeah, well,
3: all the YouTube things come together. You get the whole package. That's the way it works.
4: They do.
3: They uh, do. All right. So, yeah, so, you, so are,
4: people saying in your phobias, I want more than one. I need yeah. like a spider and I need like a, you're afraid of boats, whatever. I'll
3: compile so yeah. a list, a whole list. And then uh, you can and I'll get them to you early so you can decide what you want to hone in on. But um,
4: yeah, yeah that will be, be fun.
3: That's a perfect little uh, pre-Halloween uh, deal. Is next week Halloween? Totally. let it is oh my gosh it is well let's see 10 days so yeah sort of next week talk so.
4: about anxiety and halloween so funny come on that's oh a great yeah session. it's perfect
3: we'll do some spooky music it'll be great i'm looking forward mm-hmm. to it all right uh realsteps.org currently taking signups right that's happening
4: uh it's currently happening so you'd be signing up for the next round so
3: sorry. oh oh that's right yeah but you're too late
4: but it's, it's still going great yeah yeah it's going great we have a lot of new very cool people so it's really fun so just nice. sign up and i'll email you like once a
3: year. Fantastic. <laughs> go wa- go watch some sad Pixar shorts with the boy. And we'll see you next time. Bye now. Okay. I do that to Carter so she knows how this feels. I like to I like yeah. to sit her down to some Pixar sadness and then she she always gets choked up and I don't know why I like, you in the arm. I like it. I like it cuz there's just a purity to it. There's like a nice I don't know. Yeah. Like there's yes. so much fake emotion in this world when i can when one of my kids expresses real emotion, it's like, mm-hmm. ah, see, there it is. It's right there kids man well, she's 23 even whatever 24 sorry 24 shut up she says all right. <laughs> in all the caps yep. shut up shut up all right uh quick uh shout out and vibe time to a listener um seems like a lot of people have been going through some stuff lately and we're always happy to you know combine our powers and and wish you mm-hmm. wish you well channel them
1: for good uh right.
3: good news from yesterday uh i heard back from uh, from tanner he did have yeah. a procedure it went well uh there's still some stuff to have happen but he's it's it's actually looking a lot more positive as of
1: today it so. is and tracy haley's back home too like oh, that's, uh, right. that's right our, our vibes work people see yeah. uh proof right here
3: yep we talk about old actors they die we talk about you guys and you feel better that's how okay. it works uh anyway he got this from albert and Marilyn. mayor mccheese in the chat room when he's here So if you guys and the tadpole have an extra positive vibes, my wife and I could use some. My wife is having a hysterectomy tomorrow. This would have been yesterday, and I got this a little bit late. Uh, We are both very nervous. It's not cancer as far as we know, but she's been having problems for the past year, and this is the last resort. Uh, I'll interject here. My wife had a very similar experience and did the exact same procedure for the same reasons. So there's oh, that. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, what makes this really hard is I am the only one allowed to go in with her because of COVID. She really wishes that her parents could also be there. On top of that, I have extreme social and general anxiety. And the thought of uh, someone or something going wrong just terrifies me. To make things worse, I have two sick cats and one of them won't eat. So we have that extra stress to deal with. Sorry to burn you guys with our problems, but I needed to tell someone. Uh, well, dude, all the vibes your way, man, that's a hard, you know, this stuff I think about when Kim went in for that or when anybody, you know, has to deal with this sort of stuff back in the day, you could all visit and bring flowers and bring whatever. But during this COVID stuff, it's like so much more limited and you can't necessarily have everybody in there. Like seeing my mom Mm -hmm. with her brain surgery was like pulling teeth. It was so hard to get all that done. And Mm -hmm. so we feel for you and I'll bet, I'll bet on the other side of this, everything will be fine. Because that hysterectomy is yeah, hysterectomy is a good thing for certain things. Like I don't want to say it works for everything, but
1: right. Oh, these kids are horrible.
3: Kids are the. I mean, (laughs) especially the ones who talk in all caps in the chat room.
1: Yes, oh those uh, Northern Irish kids. Oh my gosh, those kids, man. They should just pay
3: attention and eat their lucky charms. All right, moving on. Albert from Maryland, and we're happy to do it, and we wish you you and your wife the best. Um, Also, Mary McCheese is my favorite. He's my favorite, least favorite mascot in all of fast-fooddom.
1: He's my favorite fast-food politician. Yeah. He he always has my vote.
3: I mean, who else would
1: go go up against him? Like the king? Well, there's a monarchy. Yeah, the king. The Dairy Queen. Yeah, uh, I didn't
3: think of that. Well, Mayor McCheese gets the work done, so vote for him this fall. All right. Uh, That's it for the show. Huge thanks, everybody, for being here. Tomorrow's a little bit different. Not a normal PM for the patrons. We're doing a play date with the brand-new Jackbox Collection. We're going to mess about in there, see what we like, what we don't. My guess is we'll like most of it. Uh, So look forward to that. That'll be at 2 p.m. Mountain right here at frogpants.tv. And we'd love for you guys to come check it out and hang out with us. Uh, What else? Frogpants.com slash TMS. Uh, Core tonight. Uh, It's normal time, 5 p.m. Be there for Core. And then uh, what's after that? Oh, the instance tomorrow at 11. No, 10. We changed the time. It's at 10 now and uh then uh, the pm thing oh and film sack we're doing brian's
1: pick uh (laughs) motel hell motel hell blame me for that one yeah
3: amazon prime go you go get your bezos on and let's watch that together everybody for uh the second to last Sacktober film of this sactober 2021 all right i
1: think that's it brian do you have anything else or a song for both I I have uh, I have nothing else but I have a song. I oh, will Coverville today. Don't forget uh, Snoop Dogg. 1 p.m. Mountain Time. Twitch.tv slash slash Coverville. Slash. Slash. Make sure you spell is slash uh, and you'll get to Sean Connery's That's channel. How Stephen Schleicher shit it. Yeah. Steven Schleicher slash. Uh, Alex Ford, aka Racer 951Y, rode in and said, "Scott, no weird birthday sound clip, please, sir." Happy. But today is my Just bir- kidding. birthday. <laughs> I'm so glad you did But today is my birthday Either the requested song or surf song done rock metal style Or Metallica or Rammstein done surf um, No, I'm going with your requested song Even though it's one we've played on the show here a couple times before i love this version of the song and and by golly if it doesn't put me in the mood for some more muppets uh it's great jack white joined dr teeth and the electric mayhem for a muppet show version a few years ago of you are the sunshine of my life by stevie wonder uh it's so good it needs to be heard again here it is jack white and the electric mayhem you are the sunshine of my life see you guys next time
3: part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com
1: planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus